This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Finding Your Bliss with host Judy Liebrach, heard every Saturday at 1 p.m. on Zoomer Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Bliss, the show that helps you find and follow your bliss. I'm Judy Liebrach, and our exclusive celebrity guests today are Amy Skye and Mark Jordan, who really are a true power couple within the Canadian music industry. Happily married for 34 years, they're both highly acclaimed and commercially successful singer-songwriters who've enjoyed hits on their own, as well as writing hits for such artists as Rod Stewart, Diana Ross, Chicago, Olivia Newton-John, Hart, Reba McIntyre, Joe Cocker, Bette Midler, Bonnie Raitt, Cher, Cyndi Lauper, and many more. They've just come out with their first duo record, He Sang, She Sang, which is a superbly curated collection of songs that combine fresh takes on some beloved classics with new original compositions as well. And later on in the show, we're going to hear one of their tracks from their upcoming album, which is coming out in early 2020. 22 in the new year. But first, let me tell you a little bit more about these outstanding Canadian artists. So Amy Skye, whom I know, so it's very nice to see you, Amy, was born in Toronto. And Amy Skye is an award-winning singer-songwriter with 13 solo CDs to her credit. As an artist, she is one of the most familiar voices on Canadian radio with such hit songs as one of my all-time favorites, I Will Take Care of You. And you'll also know her song, uh, her songs, Ordinary Miracles and Love Pain and the Whole Damn Thing, which have really lit up radio station switchboards practically since the moment they were released. Known for her powerful voice and feel-good music, fans love Amy's music because it celebrates everyday life, its losses, its victories, all of it. A prolific and multi-talented artist, Amy's written for herself and for dozens of other international recording stars. She's also the winner of numerous awards, including three SOCAN Awards, an American Songwriting Award. She's been nominated for three Junos for Best New Artist and twice for Best Songwriter. She's also been recognized for her work as a mental health advocate, helping to remove the stigma from mental health issues. And she's just created a new musical, The Hereafter, which will premiere at Theatre Aquarius in Hamilton with a stellar cast. She released two CDs in 2016, Twilight Rose, a collection of original Hebrew spiritual world music, and Live On, a collab with Olivia Newton-John and Beth Nielsen Chapman with songs to support those seeking healing from loss. Her songs have appeared in TV shows, movies, and even in Deepak Chopra's The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Amy Skye lives in Toronto with her husband, singer-songwriter Mark Jordan, and their two children. And also on the program, I know this is the longest bio ever, but I feel that for people who've done this amount of work, you deserve the acknowledgement deeply. And so I'm going to keep going just for a little bit. And now I want to tell you about her other half, and that's the prolific and multi-talented singer-songwriter Mark Jordan. Mark was born in Brooklyn, New York. He's the son of singer Charles Jordan, and he grew up in Toronto, Canada. In 1978, Mark was signed to Warner Music in Burbank, California by Steely Dan producer Gary Katz. And then he was signed as a staff writer for Irving Almo Publishing, Geffen Publishing, and Warner Chappelle Music in Hollywood. Mark spent 16 years in L.A., writing songs for people like, and get this list, Diana Ross, Chicago, Kansas, Manhattan Transfer, Kenny Loggins, Amanda Marshall, Amy Skye, Bette Midler, Natalie Cole, Olivia Newton-John, Joe Cocker, Bonnie Raitt, Josh Groban, Cher, and Rod Stewart. And we have something very cool to tell you soon about a collab between Rob Rod Stewart and Mark Jordan on Rod Stewart's upcoming album, Tears of Hercules, but more on that later. Mark has also won numerous awards, including ASCAP, Junos, and let's put it this way, his songs have been on 35 million CDs. He's recorded 14 CDs of his own material on various labels, including Warner Brothers, Atlantic, RCA, and Blue Note. He's the chair of the songwriting department at Norman Jewison's Canadian Film Centre, and he even starred in a film opposite Olivia Newton-John called called Score, 
a hockey musical, which opened the Toronto Film Festival. Mark's on the advisory board of Humber College Jazz Department, and he continues to tour himself and will be doing so with the Canadian writers group Lunch at Allen's. So his 15th solo album, Both Sides, an album of jazz and R&B standards recorded with an orchestra, came out in 2019. And now here they are together and where they come together for the first time in 34 years on this duo album called He Sang, She Sang. And this new original material on the album, primarily from Amy Skye, explores matters of the heart in insightful and compelling ways. And all of the songs are given vibrant life here via performance in a duets format by really two very masterful vocalists. And Mark Jordan, well-schooled in the jazz vocal tradition, is just a virtuoso of phrasing, bringing lyrics to life in subtly understated fashion. Also, Amy possesses a rich and mellow alto voice, one brimming with emotional expressiveness. And on He Sang, She Sang, their upcoming album, the pair trade lines effortlessly and bring those voices together in perfect harmony. The results are enchanting. Add in the impeccable musical contribution of A-list session players in both Nashville and Toronto, and you get an album of wide and timeless appeal. The album, as mentioned, will be released from Linus Entertainment in early 2022. Amy and Mark, longest bio ever. It's an absolute honor and delight to have you both here. Welcome to Finding Your Bliss. It's been great talking to you. (laughs) First of all, congratulations on your first ever duet upcoming album, He Sang, She Sang. And I'm really excited to dive into the album soon. But first, I just wanted to say that, Amy, as you know, I've known you for many years. And I was very fond of your beautiful and beloved late mother, Sandy Shiner, who really was just the most wonderful person and our all-time favorite expert on The Shirley Show when I was a producer there. And of course, I also recently met your uber-talented son, Ezra Jordan, when he came on the show recently to talk about his new EP, 117, which just dropped, and he blew me away, especially that song, Dollarama, oh my God, Icarus's Wings, that lyric just (laughs) sent me. And I also know your daughter, Zoe, is a very talented artist and songwriter who lives in Nashville with her husband, Liam Russell. So I feel this is kind of a multi-generational connection, which is so lovely. You've been happily married for 34 years, and you've said you were always reluctant to do an album together. What made you change your trajectory this time and inspire you to do it now? You know, the truth is we, um, we've we always loved singing together um, when it's come up in an organic way. Uh, we, we, we have recorded things over the years. Um, we also sing together a lot in the car when we're driving or just... Uh, or hop into each other's studios and help out. So the fact that our voices blend together has been been a no-brainer, but, you know, having a deadline and having to choose material, that's not something we ever wanted to to submit ourselves to. But we literally, about seven years ago, said, no, we should think about doing this. So it's actually taken us seven years. Um, With COVID, we actually had, because we're both off the road, time to finally wrap it up. And also uh, Mark turned our garage into a home studio. So we had a really good place to do it. And so that was kind of the impetus to get it done now. So fantastic. I heard about that from Ezra that, I mean, that must've just been like a new lease on life. That in the middle of this pandemic, you have your own recording studio in your garage now. And that just made you all so fruitful and you all started just, you know, creating. It was so great. Yeah, uh, it worked out great. Can you tell us a little more about the album and it's a, superbly curated collection of songs that combines fresh takes on beloved classics and some original compositions. How do you choose the songs? How does it all come together? How did it all evolve? Well, um, gosh, so Amy, we did start how many years ago, but just, uh, we, we recorded a couple of things in Nashville, uh, and, uh, the bands down there are fantastic. And I, I, I'm not sure whether we were thinking about the duets record or not, but we started recording it, you know, at the tail end of a session or whenever we were down there, we record something and um, it started sounding pretty good. And over the years we recorded a few more and here and there. And, and uh, suddenly we, we had three quarters of a, 
a record in the can and and uh we thought well we'll just finish it off and uh so we had the time you know sadly and happily uh during the pandemic to, to finish it did it almost help you get through this COVID time to have this exciting project? Because for a lot of artists, everything kind of stopped, right? Like I have so many artists that come on this show and they weren't able to work and to create and, and you were able to keep going. Did that almost help you propel you through the, these crazy times? I think it did. It certainly helped me. I'm, I mean, the other thing is playing in front of people. When, you, when you, you, you're not around musicians or you're not playing in front of people, it's such a, first of all, it's such a privilege to play for people and uh it's it's a two-way street and you 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 give and you get and it, it it's a it's truly a wonderful thing and 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 so we've been shut down for what two years i guess and so this was a refuge for us right yeah and, yeah it was great you know we're we've always been grateful mark and i always i mean it's almost like a mantra for us you know he works in his studio i work in mine we meet in the kitchen and we look at each other and go how lucky are we like for 34 years, it was like, how lucky are we? We're both at home working on our stuff. So we've always been grateful that we are able to have this as a focus for our life. But when, as Mark said, being with other creators was taken away, whenever we'd have like somebody in our studio and we had it so that it could be like socially distanced and safe, we were like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing. <laughs> we have another wow. musician here. Like you really realize what a privilege it is to collaborate. Absolutely. And boy, have you guys ever collaborated. Uh, I loved your description when you were making the selection of songs for the album. You used the metaphor of a Venn diagram. Can you explain how you found a sweet spot and common ground for your shared vision and love of music using that metaphor of a Venn diagram when selecting songs for this album? Well, I'll... I'll come. I'll explain a little bit of, of what is on the other side of the Venn diagram, and then Mark can talk maybe a little about uh, his influences and and mine. And you can see where our influences over, overlap. It's where the Venn diagram overlaps. So if I'm over here, more of a uh, like a folk rock, soft rock, classical singer songwriter thing, and in the middle there's kind of like a rootsy area uh, that I gravitate to. And Mark is over here with his. Also, folk singer songwriter, but more like jazz and um, sophisticated pop harmony thing. But over here, he also comes to the rootsy area. So the rootsy part of the of our of our influences is where we really come together. And in artists such as uh, Bonnie Raitt and uh, you know Tom Petty and uh, James Taylor and, and the Eagles, artists like that, where we have a shared love. Whereas if if Mark pulls up his Spotify playlist, he's more likely to listen to Chet Baker, and I'm more likely to listen to like Faith Hill. You know, but in the middle, <laughs> there's Bonnie Raitt. It's like Bonnie Raitt kind of saved our marriage. I'm just going to say that. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that. I love that. Mark, can you add something to that as well? Well, I'd just like to make a correction. Uh, uh, Amy said when we would meet in the kitchen, um, <laughs> I never left the kitchen. I would stay there and she would just come back. <laughs> Who's the cook? Who's the cook in the family? Oh, well, uh, uh, let's not get into that. For the answer to that question, you, you should tune into Mark's Instagram feed where we did a series with him over the past year called Almost Food, where <laughs> he showed people the way he cooked. And uh, yeah, and it came with a complimentary like air sickness bag. We watched it. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's, that's fabulous. Well, I've forgotten the question now. <laughs> I'm going to go on to another one because it's, it's sort of related. And that's that you're lucky that you both have the same time demands, long hours, travel demands. And yet at the same time, you both get to work from home. How have you been able to balance your careers and marriage? Because that's hard for a lot of people. And you've managed to do it successfully, particularly during this time with the creation of this new baby of yours, this album. I think that's why we were reluctant in, in a way at the beginning to, to do a record together, because it, I'll, I'll tell you, it's hard. It's hard to to meld the two sort of creative. We're different. We're just different, and it comes out in the way we approach music. And um, uh, so it, it's it's not easy. But how we've been married for a long time now, and uh, 
there's no I, I figure there's no turning back so Amy's Amy says I, I once said that uh, um, what was it Mar- marriage is like what is it five minutes it went well, by we, five yeah, minutes. Married for 34 years and it feels like <laughs> five minutes wow underwater <laughs> Not quite true. Not quite true. Right? <laughs> Not quite true. You have a very romantic story. You met at a barbecue in L.A. that Mark, your writing partner, John Capek, was hosting for all of your Canadian friends. Yeah. And you both talked all afternoon. Was it love at first sight? Did you know on that day that it was going to become a forever thing? Kind of. I knew something was going to last forever. <laughs> we did. We talked the entire time. And, uh, you know, there were a lot of people there. And uh, it went by pretty quick. Wow. You had a very nice dress on, I remember. I had a very nice dress on. <laughs> um, the, um, which I bought at a flea market in Nashville. <laughs> Always the best things, right? 1950s vintage little strappy thing. Oh, um, so fun. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was like love at first sight. Although looking back, now that I understand what love is, maybe it was. But it was absolutely... I felt my being change on a molecular level after I met Mark. It was kind of like you get that feeling like something just happened, but I don't, I don't know what, you know, and, um, and both of us, I'll be honest, we were both with other people at the time. So it wasn't like we were looking with that lens, you know, um, and it took us a long time to kind of find each other romantically. But um, there was just a connection there that was, it was almost like, oh, well, there you are. You know, <laughs> I recognize you. There was like a recognition, right? Lovely. Just that it, there was a fit. Yeah. So lovely. I was also going to say that on uh, New Year's Eve, uh, you got married on New Year's Eve. What a great day to get married. And, uh, and that Mark cried all throughout his speech. I think he cried throughout the whole ceremony. <laughs> I remember standing on the, the bima at the, at the synagogue and I heard him sniffing and I, I thought, oh, he's bored. He's yawning. <laughs> That's what we sniff <laughs> but, Mark, but Mark, share one of the reasons why you were so emotional when we were at Holy Blossom Temple, because that's a beautiful story. Well, my dad was a singer, and uh, well, he was a singer, and then he became a, a, a vocal coach. And then when he was sort of in semi-retirement, he, he used to do the high holidays at Holy Blossom Temple, and that was a wonderful thing for him. He was a cantorial soloist. Oh. He was, they called him cant- I grew up listening to Cantor Jordan at Holy Blossom Temple. I did. But he just did the High Holidays, didn't he? Or did yeah. He? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that's, I'd love to hear, I'd love to hear if you have any recordings, I'd love to hear him sing. Yes, I did. Uh, what a, well, we don't have the, the services, but we have some incredible yeah, archive recordings. He was on the CBC. In fact, he moved to uh, New York when Mark, before Mark was born to further his career, and he was a, a very popular soloist on, on radio in, in uh, New York wow. in the 40s. Wow. Oh, that's, you're such a musical family. Like, I, just, I love that your daughter Zoe, Ezra, all of you. You're, and I was going to ask you, was your mom, because she appreciated music. Music was, was her life. She loved music. And, and I, I, when I was doing research, Amy, and I, I, I discovered this debut Hebrew album that you released back in 2016, Twilight Rose, and you said it was your way of staying connected to your roots and to your late mother, Sandy Shiner. And so you really created it in memory of your beloved mom, who I think lived and breathed music, if I'm not mistaken. Can you tell me how she inspired you to become a singer-songwriter? You know, it's kind of hard to describe my mom's connection with music. Um, but I think you've asked any of my siblings and there's six of us, music was like the religion in our house. Music was everything. Uh, my mom was a talented musician herself, her mother, her aunt, her uncle, everyone. They were professional caliber musicians. And my uncle in fact was a very famous piano teacher. And, um, my mom always had CBC radio on or also she had an extensive record collection. And we talked about music. We, we, we listened to music together. Every one of the six kids had music lessons. She and my dad were out at the theater up to five nights a week. 
like wow. whether it was a, a concert, an opera, a musical theater, chamber music, they had tickets to everything. Maybe not when we were really little, they maybe like once a week, but when they certainly when they were empty nesters, she was an absolute culture vulture. And it was just, we just grew up like feeling like music was just an extremely valuable thing. Mm-hmm. And nobody batted an eye when I became a professional musician. That was just, you know, I, that was, it was important in the house. I remember meeting your mom at Pretty Nails years after I was the producer of her, her very um, often segments on the Shirley Show on CTV. And she was just beaming with pride as she talked about, I will take care of you. And I thought, oh, my God, like this is this is a relationship that's pretty incredible. And what a wonderful thing to strive for. So your families, your whole families do this. And so it all makes sense. And you're doing so much. It's like you're both in a creative uh, surge right now. Amy, tell me about the musical you're creating. And I know you're working with Stephen McKinnon on this, The Hereafter. I had in the back of my mind from the Live On experience with Olivia and Beth yes. had an idea for another show, which was about dealing with loss. So Stephen and I have been working on that for two years and the show is called The Hereafter. The Hereafter. Can you tell us a little bit about this, this piece? Cause I know there's a, an all-star cast and you're part of it. And it just sounds like really incredible. Where, where is it happening? How can listeners and our audience connect to it? So the workshop, um, when you, when you write a musical, uh, the way that you, forward the creative process is by having workshops where you have a whole cast reading and singing through the script. So that's taking place the week of the 25th um, at our, at our home studio here. And then October 30th, we're doing it in conjunction with theater Aquarius in Hamilton. We're going to do a concert of highlights from the show. And uh, uh, we're not going to like do the whole show, but we're going to sort of narrate the plot and then have these amazing uh, singers, including Mark, uh, show the music that we've been working on. And uh, it's it's really exciting to have your first public performance. It's an incredible thing. Uh, I don't believe they're charging for tickets. There's a limited number of tickets because the theaters are half capacity, but you will be able to find out how to get tickets from the Theater Aquarius website. That's so awesome. And I think this is including really Canada's top musical theater talent, including Kelly Holliff and Robert Marcus from Dear Evan Hansen, a cameo by singer-songwriter Mark Jordan. And to top off the night, the audience will be treated to a special performance by Amy Skye. So I'm really looking forward to that. Mark, you're also doing so many exciting things. You're a member of Lunch at Allen's. You have an exciting tour coming up. And for our listeners, Lunch at Allen's is comprised of Canadian songwriting royalty, which you guys are, of course. And you're going to be doing this with Marie McLaughlin, Cindy Church, yourself and Ian Thomas. And as individuals, these terrific artists have written for and sung on over, get this everyone, because I was shocked. I had to reread it. 25 million CDs. That's just incredible. Can you tell us more about this tour, which I believe begins soon? Well, uh, we're going to do a bunch of theaters in the Maritimes. I can't remember how many there are, about 12 or 13, I think. And, and um, you know, we our little band hasn't been singing or playing together in uh, two and a half years. So we are going to go a little bit early and have a rehearsal with Cindy, who lives in the Maritimes. And uh, we'll just do what we do. I mean, we... We play as a band. We, we, we play each other's music, but we, play, we all play together. It's not like a songwriter circle. It's a, it's a real band. That's so awesome. I teased Rod Stewart off the top. Mark, you have another exciting song coming out, Tears of Hercules, which is being recorded as the title track for Rod Stewart's new album out this November. I know you've had a long relationship with Rod Stewart. Can you tell us more about what it's like to work with him? It sounds so exciting. Well, it's uh, terrific. I mean, uh, he recorded Rhythm of My Heart was the first one uh, uh, m- many years ago. It's when we were first married, I think. Right, Amy? Yeah. And uh, I remember when he uh, he called, they actually called me, and Amy and I were having dinner, and Amy said, don't answer the phone. And I said, <laughs> I just went, uh, you know, my dad always used to say, uh you know, this could be the call. So he'd always pick up the phone, but it doesn't matter what he's doing. <laughs> I picked up the phone, and it was Rod, you know. I, I thought they were kidding, and they weren't, and, and, and uh, they were looking for, you know, a real Rod 
type of song to 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 be the first single, and they they chose that one. And and so I, it began there, and he recorded four more or three more songs, I think, on the next record, and uh, and then you know I've kept in touch with him. He, he uh, sends me stuff to work on now and then, and and then um, uh, I sent him. I heard he was doing a record this time, and I and I I, I thought Tears of Hercules would be great for him, and so I. Um, I sent him that, and uh, he loved it. And, so uh, awesome. Yeah. That's really, really amazing. And I know, like, the same with you, Amy. You've had a long-time uh, relationship with Olivia Newton-John, and you're very dear friends. You made this beautiful album, Live On, together, along with Beth Nielsen Chapman. And uh, that's just a, a beautiful, beautiful piece of work as well. Can you speak a little bit to the healing powers of music? Because we've all been through a lot during all of this p- pandemic. We're still going through a lot as we speak. How does music help? And I know, how, how does it help you and how does it help all of us? Music is a, a really magical substance. I, I, I often think of it like a drug, you know? I mean, you listen to an up-tempo, happy song. It raises your mood. You feel good. Uh, you listen to a sad song. Often it'll make you cry, but... Rather than, I think, make you really depressed, I think it allows you, it gives you a concentrated period of time where you can really authentically connect to how you feel. And that's healing is connecting to your feeling. Of course. So music can help to sort of bring that up and help and be kind of cathartic in that way. And, um, uh, I mean, there's been a lot of studies that show that um, the the rhythm of of music um, can actually entrain to your heartbeat. So, like the records like Twilight Rose and Namaste that I've made that are designed for more of a meditative experience, they can actually slow your heartbeat down, which is good for your for your mood and your health. And um, and then there's the other there's the lyric side, which can be like a conversation where you feel like you're being understood, mm-hmm. you know. And you you talk about my song, I will take care of you. Um, I wrote that about a real life cycle of life that I'd, I'd been through. The truth was, when I wrote that song, it wasn't my mom that was sick at that time. It was my dad. But later that song did become about my mom. Uh, but so many people have been through that point of life where they have a young child and an aging parent. And um, it, the, the, the common denominator and the thing that gets you through it is love. And... Uh, so many people have told me that that song was so key to them because they felt like they weren't alone with this crazy paradox of of of, of life and loss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was fascinating because so your birthday is September twenty fourth, which, which is actually my best friend Mary Lawless's birthday. So I I just know I already knew you were a great person before I met you. Your daughter's birthday is September twenty fourth. Like there's so many cool uh, sort of uh, parallels and 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 interesting. Well, that- that was actually what gave me the idea for the song. And uh, it's actually a really inspirational s- story in, in, in the sense that when I, Mark and I decided to have kids, we were living in Los Angeles and um, I thought my recording career was over when I became a mom. I thought I was just going to be a songwriter. And ironically, when Zoe was born on my birthday, which was not her due date, <laughs> um, it was like a metaphor, like I'm becoming a mother on my birthday, there's just there's a there's a metaphor in that. Like I'm in labor, going, but this is special, right? The chills. <laughs> and um, it, it, then that I wrote. She was born in 1990. I wrote the song, sort of finished it in '93. It became a hit in 1996. The very thing I thought was going to end my career, having a having a uh, child, actually was my breakthrough song. So I just want to share that with anybody. Like it's just life. You you come up against these things. You create an artificial um, wall or you, a limit and you say, oh, this has happened, so now this other thing is never going to happen. Whereas sometimes it's just the universe doing a course correction going, yeah, you're not going to be an artist with the old songs you're doing. You needed to be a mother to write the songs that would launch your career. Isn't that fascinating? For our listeners and for old time's sake, I'd love to just play a little bit of that song, I Will Take Care of You, which resonates with so many mothers. Due to international copyright law, podcasts are unable to include music. Music can only be played on the live radio broadcast. Finding Your Bliss airs every Saturday at 1 p.m. To hear Amy Skye and Mark Jordan's fantastic cover of Tom Petty's song, 
Free Fallen. Be sure to follow Mark and Amy on all streaming platforms to stream and download their music. So Free Fallen is available right now. And the rest of the album will be available in early 2022. Purchase their new He Sang, She Sang album available in February 2022 from Linus Entertainment. I just love that song, Amy. It's so beautiful. For as long as I've known you also, Amy, and I think both of you, you you are in service to the community. You you have actually said, and I quote, being of service is good for the soul. And you're also a huge mental health advocate. And this has been a very hard time for a lot of people, as I just said. And it's something we really all ought to do. Can you tell us more about service and particularly in the area of mental health? Well, um, again, another gift that... Um becoming a mom gave me, I'll call it a gift. I struggled with a postpartum depression with both my kids. And I never thought of myself as someone that had any mental health issues prior to that. Well, I later found out I probably did. I just didn't know it. I wish that when I'd gone through it, there had been more people and more like really high visibility people who would talk about mental health struggles. It's become the norm now. Back then it wasn't. So I never got the proper help because I was so embarrassed when it was even suggested to me that I had postpartum depression. And when I finally started doing advocacy um, because of an appearance I'd done at, a, at, a, at the Mood Disorders Gala and I, the media wanted to interview me, and I, at first I said, no, I don't want anyone to know that I've been through this. And then I, I went home and I thought about it, like, how crazy. I'll write these songs, you know, where I'll kind of mask these challenging things I've been through, but I won't just come out and say, yeah, I've struggled with mental health issues. And so I decided to tell the truth. And um, the, the, I don't think I've ever received as much gratitude <laughs> for that work that I do, just simply telling the truth of what I've struggled through as any of the art I've created, because it, it's so stigmatized, mental health. You know, anything that happens to your body from the neck up is like stigmatized. You can talk about any crazy thing that happens from your neck down. Right. But go into the brain area. And uh, unfortunately, there's still so much stigma to the point where people don't get help and it can have a tragic end. It can ruin families, relationships. People take their lives because they just don't get the support and understanding that, that, that they need. In addition to your beautiful music, it's probably the greatest thing that you've done. I, I shouldn't say that because you, your kids also, of course, but but just for for the world, because you're so right. We need to break the stigma. We need to talk. We need to speak up. We need to ask for help. And it, it's just so incredible. Anyway, I, I want to get to the album, which is I Know Why You're Here. I love this cover, uh, Free Falling, Tom Petty's song. Um and we're going to go actually on a short commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to hear the song, Free Falling. We're going to hear all about how it came to be, how it all evolved. We'll be right back, back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by Create, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. Create is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, Create is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. Create has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? Create Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. And I've just been having a delightful and beautiful, deep conversation with the power couple, Amy Skye and Mark Jordan, who are telling us all about their upcoming album, He Sang, She Sang. And I'm so excited for all of you to hear their cover of Free Fallen. Can you tell us why you chose this Tom Petty song, and can you set it up for us? Mark. I'm not sure if I chose it or you chose it, Amy, but we, we sort of uh, decided on it maybe together because it's, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Tom Petty fan and it's, it, it fit the, uh, what we were trying to do so perfectly. And it's a great uh, duet song because Tom always did harmonies with himself on his songs. And, uh, and uh, we kind of spoke to uh, 
you know, our roots uh, in L.A. And uh, so uh, when we heard the band play it, we knew it was uh, going to make the record for sure. It's it's so fabulous. I'm so excited for all. I, I'm actually getting the chills and I've heard it. So that's a good sign. I've heard it a few times. Let's have a listen, everyone, to Free Fallen on the latest upcoming album of Amy Sky and Mark Jordan. Let's have a listen. Due to international copyright law, podcasts are unable to include music. Music can only be played on the live radio broadcast. Finding Your Bliss airs every Saturday at 1 p.m. To hear Amy Skye and Mark Jordan's fantastic cover of Tom Petty's song, Free Fallen, be sure to follow Mark and Amy on all streaming platforms to stream and download their music. So Free Fallen is available right now, and the rest of the album will be available in early 2022. Purchase their new He Sang, She Sang album available in February 2022 from Linus Entertainment. Wow. Oh my God. That's so phenomenal. Congratulations, guys. It's so fantastic. Can you tell us more about the tour? Like, when do we get to see you guys doing this? I can't Where wait. Where are we going out, Amy? Um, right now, it looks like the Valentine's Day week of February will be the first half a dozen dates of the tour around Southern Ontario. And then we're going to probably finish up later in the spring, like April, May. Oh my God. And so that's when the album will actually launch too, that, that middle of February. Oh, that's so fantastic. And any other little hints about the album that you can share with us, other things that, that we can look forward to on the album? They're just songs we love. And uh, what else can we say about it? Well, I don't mind sharing like some of the, the track listing, the songs. Um, we did a cover of a Beach Boys song, God Only Knows. And we did a cover of a Smokey Robinson song, Ooh Baby Baby. Um, the song that Elvis made famous, um, You Were Always On My Mind. Mm. Mm. And uh, what's another of the big covers we did? Oh, we covered two Bonnie Raitt songs. Um, oh, yeah. Her hit You, that was off of her uh, follow-up album from Nick of Time. And a song dimming of the day that she had originally done with a British artist named Richard Thompson. Well, he wrote and we did a bunch, uh, a bunch of my songs, and we did one of Mark's song, gorgeous song um, called "I Have No Doubt." That's um, wow, yeah, we, that Mark released as a solo, and we turned it into a duet. Oh, I can't wait! It sounds so unbelievable. There's a guest that always asks me, ask your guests, your 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 artists about their writing process. So working together. Like, I always remember these two comedians who would say, we always decide on a joke by who is more passionate about the joke. Like, I have to have this joke in the screenplay, and they get to do it. How does it work with you guys? Like, because you've always sort of complimented each other from afar, and now you're doing it together. Has it been sort of like effortless grace? Like, how do you decide when you both have a different view or a different vision? Like, how do you work? Put the gloves on and we duke it out. <laughs> well, actually, you know, in, in this process, um, because we took so long picking the material, we actually, um, Mark suggested a song where I would suggest a song and we tried, and we tried, there was a couple songs that we tried and they just didn't work, you know? So, like, we don't, you know, we don't necessarily say, oh, that's a bad idea. We just beat it up a bit and see if it's working or not. Um there's actually one song, one song we're adding. I forgot. We're going to finish the vocals on it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, we're doing a Christmas song. Uh, we're doing a version of Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh, I love we that flip, song. <laughs> yeah, the part. So I'm going to do the part that the man generally does, and Mark's going to do the part that the woman generally does. And uh, <laughs> Oh, wow. I just can't wait for this. It just sounds so fantastic, and we're going to update our listeners on more of it. So I always ask everyone on the show, the same question. So I'm going to start with you, Amy. What is bliss for Amy Sky? Uh, making music is bliss. Honestly, doesn't get any better than that. Other than loving my darling husband, Mark, and my kids. <laughs> lovely, lovely. And Mark Jordan, what is bliss for you? Kissing my wife. Good night. Oh, okay. Aww. That just made my day. Oh, that is after 34 years. That's pretty fab. I love Mark that. is a very good kisser. He is <laughs> the best. 
you guys are so like, I, I just can't get over you because you really are like royalty. I, I've just been a huge fan of yours, of both of yours. And and you're just uh, as people also, you're just such wonderful people. And I love I love what you have together. And it's just so inspiring for everyone. And I, I really want to thank you so much for being here and being part of the show and uh, being part of finding your bliss. The only one now I have left that I have to have on the program is your daughter. Well, Zoe and her husband, Liam, because Liam has become sort of the family producer. He's an amazing solo artist in his own right, but he produced Ezra's new album, the full EP of the 117 by Ezra produced by Liam Russell um, drops today. And if you like Dollarama, wait until you hear who I am. You're going to lose your mind. That's the single that just came out today. But Liam's hard at work in Los Angeles with Zoe now working on her next EP. So they're both just an incredibly talented couple and they are so much fun together too. They're hilarious. Well, we'll invite them on the show. We're booking now into January, but we'd love them to, <laughs> we'd love them to come on the show. That would be so awesome if, if they would love them. Yeah, That'd be great. What is the best way for people to follow you both on social media and to get your music and all the rest? Instagram, Facebook, uh, not so much on Twitter, but I think Spotify is kind of the place to find the music. Um, you know, you can find it on iTunes, look all, all of the streaming websites. Uh, I'm, I'm a I'm a Spotify fan. I love Spotify, but you know also our websites uh, markjordan.com, amysky.com, and we actually have a he sang she sang website called he sang she sang dot live. And um, oh, and yeah, we're going to be dropping the video for for free falling. We're working with an editor in Nashville right now on that, so that's going to be out hopefully next week. So yeah, awesome. Maybe we can include a clip of that. Or just knock on our door. That's another good one. <laughs> well, you guys are absolutely delightful and so excited for all the wonderful things that you have coming up. And I'm going to mention them again at the end of the show in Bliss News. But really, just such an honor and pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Judy. Each week, we spotlight a singer, songwriter, or a musician on the show. If you're a singer, please write to us at music at findingyourbliss.com. And if you're an author, artist, writer, or anyone who has found and is following their bliss, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at fyb at findingyourbliss.com. I'm also a life coach. If I can help you in any way, let me know. You can reach out and contact me at findingyourbliss.com slash coaching. And of course, you can follow us at The Bliss Minute on Instagram and Facebook. And by the way, I'm also on Insight Timer, the number one free meditation app. And all you have to do is search up Judy Liebrach. We're going to go on a short commercial break. More with Finding Your Bliss when we come back. Back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by Create, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. Create is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, Create is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. Create has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? Create Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Find Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. And I got an exclusive behind-the-scenes moment that happened after the show in the virtual green room, as it were. And we kept talking, and I think Amy brought up another one of Mark's blisses, which is painting. And here's what happened. So Mark just said that we have to do a whole other show just on his paintings. That got me very curious. Couldn't leave it right there. So I want to know more. Tell us, tell us what you meant. Well, I don't know whether it's because I'm dyslexic or, or exactly what it is, but I, I, I see music and I paint it too. I, I, I call it flat music and they're abstract and they're shapes and they're music really put on canvas. I, I mean, I think of them as music because I see when I write music, it's shapes as well. You know, I see it architecturally like that. 
I love to do it and I love to paint and I spend a lot of time <laughs> doing it. When you look at one of your paintings, Mark, can you actually start singing what you see? Like, can you actually start playing in your mind the notes that you see in that painting? Like, you get the melody? I don't think of it in terms of notes. I think of it in terms of uh, a mood. <laughs> and and that's what music the music is for me as well. It, it starts off with a kind of mood and then it, it it defines itself as I write it. Um, it becomes apparent what I'm writing about. Uh, and it's the same with the paintings. They're sort of mood pieces. And uh, wow. You know what I'm envisioning? I'm envisioning a gallery show where you, you show all of these paintings while your music is playing. Then Amy sings, then you sing, then <laughs> your kids sing. <laughs> I really, I really had a visual of that actually. And I'm pretty, I'm, I'm as a life coach, I have to I tell you. I talk to you about it then. Yeah, no, that's, that could be really special. We just finished our exclusive interview with Canadian songwriting royalty, Amy Skye and Mark Jordan. If you'd like to get tickets to an evening with Amy Skye and friends at Theatre Aquarius in Hamilton, just go online to theateraquarius.com and click on Get Tickets. The show plays for one night only on Saturday, October 30th at 7.30 p.m. And also look out for the album He Sang, She Sang, which drops in February 20. 22. Also, make sure to check out Amy and Mark's new music video for their cover of Tom Petty's Free Fallen from their upcoming duo album, He Sang, She Sang, which was just released on YouTube. This past Sunday in Toronto was Mental Health Empowerment Day, an annual event that brings people together to learn about mental health, to build community, and to work to eradicate stigma. This year's virtual event was The Power of the Personal Story, and it showcased the work of This Is My Brave, an organization of storytellers who share their personal mental health stories on stage to audiences all across the United States. MHED welcomed three Toronto local community members to tell their stories. And one of those people was a past guest on this show, Seth Zosky, who shared his experience with anxiety and how he's learned to manage it in his life. His words are so inspiring and his original song, his singing of it and the beautiful lyrics were just absolutely beautiful. I encourage you to take a look at this event. It's available for viewing on mhed.ca. I'd like to thank our guests, Amy Skye and Mark Jordan, for being here today. It was such a thrill to have you here. Thank you to Mag Ruffman, producer Siobhan Kiley, senior editor Haley Allegia, editorial assistant Lauren Kaminsky, and audio producer Faz Kazi. And of course, a big thank you to our sponsor, the Create Fertility Center. We're going to close out the show today with a short meditation. And this one is from the Love Yourself, Heal Your Life workbook by Louise Hay. And here it is. It's called Relaxation and Meditation. Relaxation is essential to the healing process. It only takes a moment or two, several times a day, to allow the body to let go and relax. At any moment, you can close your eyes and take two or three deep breaths and release whatever tension you may be carrying. If you have more time, sit or lie back quietly and talk your body into complete relaxation. You can say silently to yourself, my toes are relaxing, my feet are relaxing, my ankles are letting go, working all the way up and down your body. Or you can even begin with your head and work your way down. At the end of this simple exercise, you will be peaceful and calm for a while. And repeating this often can create a peaceful state within you most of the time. This is a very positive physical meditation that you can do anywhere. Everyone can meditate. It's really easy to do. All we have to do is sit or lie quietly gently close our eyes and take in a few deep breaths. The body will automatically relax. We don't have to do anything to force it. We can even repeat the words healing or peace, love, or anything that is meaningful to us. We can even ask silently, what is it that I need to know? Or what is it that I am willing to learn? And then just be with that quietly. Answers may come immediately or in a day or two. 
Don't feel rushed. Allow things to happen. Remember, it's the nature of the mind to think. You'll never completely rid yourself of dashing thoughts. Just allow them to flow through. You might notice, oh, now I'm thinking fear thoughts or disaster thoughts. Don't give these thoughts importance. Just let them pass through like soft clouds in a summer sky. Some say that uncrossing your legs and arms, sitting upright with a straight spine will improve the quality of the meditation. Maybe so. Do it if you can. What's important is to meditate on a regular basis. The practice of meditation is cumulative. The more regularly you do it, the more your body and mind respond to the benefits of relaxation and the quicker you may get your answers. Another easy method of meditation is to simply count your breaths as you sit quietly with your eyes closed. So count one on the inhale, two on the exhale, three on the inhale, and so on, counting your breath from one to ten. When you exhale on 10, just begin again at 1. And if your mind wanders and you find yourself counting up to 18 or 30, merely bring yourself back to 1. If you find your mind fretting about your doctor or your job or about doing a shopping list, simply bring yourself back to the count of 1. You cannot meditate incorrectly. Any starting point is perfect for you. You can find books that will teach you many methods, and you can go to a class that will give you the experience of meditation with others. Begin anywhere that works for you. Just allow it to become an everyday habit. If you're new to meditation, I would suggest that you begin with only five minutes at a time. People who immediately do 20 or 30 minutes can get bored and skip it entirely. Five minutes once or twice a day is a good beginning. If you can do it at the same time every day, the body begins to look forward to it. Meditation gives you small periods of rest that are beneficial to the healing of your emotions and body. You see, we all have tremendous wisdom within us. Inside of us lies all the answers to all the questions we shall ever ask. You have no idea how wise you are. You can take care of yourself. You do have the answers you need get connected, you will feel safer and more powerful. Know that my support is always with you. For everyone here, I'm Judy Liebrach, reminding you to breathe and take some time every day for mindfulness and take one step closer to finding your bliss. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.